The 48 Laws of Power series is going to be a great way for future students and parents of students to learn about my wife and I, the founders and operators of Solid Foundations. In this series of podcasts, we will be discussing the laws of power and how we either use them or they use us. I'm sure if you are listening to this podcast, you are familiar with the Solid Foundation's mission. You know everything we do is to instill confidence in our youth. With that being said, I thought it would be cool to start a mini-series that allows us to tell stories of our past, particularly as teens and into our early 20s. These stories will describe how we personally fell victim to or used to our advantage each of the 48 laws of power that Robert Greene wrote about in his book. Don't worry, of course we will continue to do our regular program. We have plenty of guests lined up and will continue to keep uploading those important interviews. As always, I hope we deliver some value to you through our podcast. These episodes will best serve those who want power, observe power, or wish to arm themselves against power. Welcome to the Solid Foundations podcast. I am your host, Crystal Regalado, and I'm here with my co-host, Gilbert Regalado. (laughs) So we... Say hello. Hello, everybody. (laughs) So we are doing our book club. We apologize. There has been a big gap, but we are back and we're we're doing the 48 Laws of Power. And today we're going to be diving deep into Law 4. So I'm just going to go ahead and start with it. So Law 4, always say less than necessary. When you are trying to impress people with words, the more you say, the more calming you appear and the less in control. Even if you are saying something banal, it will seem original if you make it vague, open-minded, and sphinx-like. Right? Correct. Powerful people impress and intimidate by saying less. The more you say, the more likely you are to say something foolish. So with this book, they give examples of transgression of the law and observation of the law. So which one are we going to be going over today, Gilbert? Today we're going over the observance of the law. Okay. So in history, how has what is the observance of law for? So back a while ago, back in the day, there was King Louis the Fourteenth of France, and he was uh, very well known for not saying much. So the people that um, had, if they ever had any cases to bring to him or any arguments to bring to him, they would always argue amongst each other or or conversate amongst each other because they wanted to make sure that when they brought the um the case forward to louis they knew he wasn't going to say much and they weren't he wasn't going to give him a lot of time and so when they would present it a lot of times he would just say i shall see and this would drive them crazy they they never knew exactly what he was thinking so that caused them you know a lot of fear from them and 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 gained him a lot of respect and he went down as one of the the great kings just because he did a lot with having to say very little and how do you feel like this law has um what is your observation of the law in your personal life so there is a time that it kind of happened in reverse to me Right, so uh, I'll explain a story of of how somebody who said 
um, little and how it affected me. So back in 2007, um, I've, I had a, an office furniture installation business and business was going good. The economy was going really well in 2007. I had about 15 guys running every day and it was bringing a good amount of income. So we, we got a, a bigger office space and I ended up renting like a four bedroom apartment for, um, for the family and I. And so it wasn't a problem then because I had, I had the money to cover those bills. While 2008 comes, the real estate market crashes. So the whole economy starts um, crashing and business dried up I went from 15 guys to maybe you know two or three guys and so I needed a way to make ends meet so I figured I would get a night job work my business during the day and then work uh, a, a night job at night and so I ended up at a, at a smart and final they had a graveyard shift stocking groceries unloading the truck and stocking it so I applied there I got an interview with the manager and when I when I met with the manager he was pretty he was in, he was in, he was a surprise and and impressed with my um, application he's seen that I've been running my businesses for many many years and that we've had had some big name clients and big contracts and I asked him I said look I know that you don't know me personally I got to start from the bottom this minimum wage thing there there's not I really it won't help very much but I'm willing to work and show you what I can do and if my work ethic um, speaks for itself would you be open to giving me a raise and he said yeah I have absolutely no problem with that you show me what you got and if you um, if you impress me then I will give you a raise so I said okay put my head down got to work Week after week, I went in there. I'd have to clock in at nine o'clock. I would, um, you know, about this time I'm about 25 years old. So I, I, after work, get to spend a little time with the kids and I go in, clock in, and I got a good amount of energy in me. So I'm, you know, instead of walking from aisle to aisle stocking, I get my dollies, I'm running or jogging, <laughs> you know, stocking shelves, even in between, like doing, uh, doing, uh, push ups and, and, uh, because uh, a, a lot of times I'd be tired, so I had to take, take pre-workout before. So I would just have massive amounts of energy, right? And uh, I I did pretty well. I, I impressed the managers who were actually on site, like the night shift managers, and um, left kind of all my coworkers in the dust. And so about a month went by, and I was able to get a meeting with the manager the hiring manager and he I told him hey look I did my part um I'm kind of I'm outworking everybody you the 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 night shift manager is saying that things have improved since I've been working so I I feel I've done my part you know now it's time for you to do your part do you agree I says yes Gil you know we absolutely agree you have been working your ass off and it's been very impressive so you know we will give you a raise <laughs> well it, the raise ended up being only 10 cents <laughs> <laughs> so uh needless to say that wasn't what i was expecting at all and uh at the same time they weren't lying they said they would give me a raise 
and uh, <laughs> it just wasn't what I was expecting. So, you know, shortly thereafter, I I had to give my notice and and leave. So the manager was the one with using the law. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he he you. he used the law. You know, I don't know how intentional he was with it. <laughs> Uh, I'm know, pretty sure he knew it was only going to be a 10 cent raise go. <laughs> yeah. Because it's uh, corporate. I'm, I don't think that they would even have that kind of power to be like, you know what? You just started a month ago. I can give you $2. Yeah. And I don't know if he thought that that he was getting overs on me or he just thought, well, yeah, I'm giving him a raise. He doesn't. It's going to be 10 cents. Maybe he'll be happy with that. But that's just I was. <laughs> I was blown away. Like, yeah, I'm not used to having jobs and working. Like I said, I've owned my own businesses for a long time. So that caught me real off guard. But it made me learn that uh, I needed to be more clear when I'm asking for something. So that's the lesson you learned. That's, that's the big lesson I learned for this one was if you if I want something, I got to be concise in when I'm when I'm asking for it. And I just wasn't. I, for, for I think I was just so happy to secure a job that kind of worked in the hours <laughs> that I needed it that I just went for it. He he told me what the little bit that I wanted to hear, which was yes, you'll get a raise, and then I just that's I just went with it. So that was law four. Always say less than necessary. When you are trying to impress people with words, the more you say, the more common you appear and the less in control. Even if you are saying something banal, it will seem original if you make it vague, open-minded, and fixed-like. Powerful people impress and intimidate by saying less. The more you say, the more likely you are to say something foolish. Thank you for listening. If you found value in this episode, please share it. If you would like to support Solid Foundations and instill confidence in the youth through martial arts, work ethic, fitness, and family values, please consider becoming a part of our Solid Contribution Crew. By enrolling in our BRIC program, your monthly donation goes directly towards growing Solid Foundations to help more youth and comes with some nice perks for you. You can also see how your donations are being used when you follow us on Instagram.